Because that's the biggest, one of the biggest, well, 
It's, it's, they, we have other statues that's here in America that's just as big as a statue. What they gonna do with all that shit if they if they remove it? All that trash. That the well, had to blow that bitch down. Well, here's the thing: they're never gonna get rid of the Statue of Liberty. Uh, you know me; I love history. So, uh, well, here's the deal: Statue of Liberty is not even owned by America. Let's get that out the way. Uh, we we don't we don't own the Statue of Liberty. Uh. The Queen owns the Statue of Liberty. Let's put it like that. That's exactly what that but is. See, okay. The Queen owns the Statue no. of Liberty, so basically she's a governing piece of that. And I heard something interesting. Like in, in, in New York City, they removing all controversial statues. So they've been removing statues in New York City for a couple months now. Yeah. Statues of controversial historical figures. Yeah, this would include such as George Washington, who knew he was controversial, Thomas Jefferson, <laughs> Peter Stuyvesant, and Christopher Columbus. Fox Live's Reagan Menchie is live in Columbus Circle with the details. Reagan, we've heard these conversations before. This seems like it's going just a little bit further. again has been brought up a conversation that's been occurring for years and some historical statues like Columbus himself here at Columbus Circle uh, on the chopping block once again not only that the city council is looking to create a reparations task force so the council's cultural affairs committee will be holding a public hearing in a few hours it is seeking legislation to remove all statues that depict a person who owned slaves directly benefited from slavery who participated in systemic crimes against indigenous peoples or other crimes against humanity. This would include figures such as George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Peter Stuyvesant, who's a Dutch governor and New York settler, and Christopher Columbus, all who have statues throughout the city. If a statue cannot be removed, an explanatory plaque will go up next to it. Critics say removing the statues is going too far. Now let's take another live look back here at Columbus Circle at the Columbus statue. Again, this statue, one of many in the city, on the chopping block. So the city council is looking, as I said, to create a reparations task force. They will be meeting later on today around 10 o'clock in the morning at City Hall. We're live in Columbus Circle. Reagan Medji, good day to you. They got to come down. Now, they got to come that's, down. that's something, though, because it, it to me, you know, Politically speaking, they got their reasons. But, you know me, I'm always looking deeper. It's, uh, but, um, it, it's more of a deeper meaning behind these people moving these statues because this is my thing. Why y'all wait till now? To do it, like why y'all waiting until now? Because they've been doing this the last few years. They, this ain't nothing new. They've been doing it, you know, the whole thing and with Mississippi, you know, uh, Alabama statues, Mississippi statues. They started in the south. Now I seem like it's working its way up to the north. Uh, so, I mean, it, well, like I said, esoterically speaking, that's that's basically where I was going with it. They basically trying to tell you, tell people something. Now, exactly what they trying to portray, um, I got to look more into it, but it's a meaning behind it. It ain't just statues, because here's the deal. Uh, they just said a while ago, George Washington, ain't that, ain't that, wasn't he, according to historical documents, wasn't he the first 
president of the United States, how can his statue be controversial? Oh, Something here's good. how it comes controversial. Because, because, there you go. That's one. And maybe they removing these statues because people are starting to connect the dots and realize, ah, y'all want here we go again, historic. Uh, it was actually 14 other presidents documented before George Washington. So maybe that information that I've been talking about for years, maybe these people, other people that's in position of power are trying to expose this. So they like, well, okay. Maybe they feel embarrassed by these statues because they know it, ain't, it, it, it don't represent what it's supposed to be. And maybe now these people are getting exposed. So <clears throat> let's take these statues down so they have nothing else to stand on. That's just my opinion. Well, I want to see. I want to see if they actually <coughs> take action on the shit. Yeah, that's 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 what I want to see as well. I don't think they will, but we'll we'll have to. We'll, see, we'll definitely have to find that out. That action is a distraction, but it's it's still if they act on it, it's just gonna make people be like, damn, it's a distraction. The action though, still it's still a certain action, distraction, yeah. but. If they That's actually true. do it, you know, it's just like, <laughs> and I'm talking about the statue. I said, boy, why, why, why the fuck would he? Okay, so he like holding the Republican bill for ransom. Like, well, if you're going to support this, then mm-hmm. you got to support this. Uh-huh. Holding that shit for ransom, I said, like, like, shit, if you want me to pass this, we got we to gotta tear that Statue of Liberty down. Yeah, and, and it's like, okay, what, what, not you, but just staying on the political side of this, how is this statue affecting you passing a bill? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That how right the, there. How is the statue affecting you? No, 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 not me, but I mean. Well, I mean like. A those, those, uh, the ones, the ones I guess that- Democratic. I guess they're the ones oh. that wants to take it down. So how's it affecting the immigrants? Like I said, oh, well, I, I, I guess they were like, well, it's so attractive to the immigrants. <clears throat> that's what make them come here. Is that what he said? I guess so. Maybe that's that's a weird way of thinking. Like, oh, only because the immigrants look online and look on the internet and they see the Statue of Liberty, the Statue of Liberty, and it draws them yeah. to want to come here. So what if we take down the Statue of Liberty? Maybe they don't want to come here no more. Could be that. Mm-hmm. Could could just be just something simple as that. But if that's the case, then that ain't gonna help. They gonna still want to come here, yeah, because they don't see no statue no more. They gonna stop them wanting to come here. No, no, no. That statue. Only thing about that statue says that we are we declared our independence from France. That's really all that statue is about. Independence. They say the land of the home and free. Statue don't mean that. But I guess they didn't try to tie that to that statue. So I guess that's what immigrants, that's what they're saying immigrants see. Let's see what this judge got to say about the shit, judge. That's why despite the massive criminality and corruption of the Clintons, the Bidens, the Obamas, and all the rest, none of them ever get indicted or ever get investigated. 
They're totally protected by a fake and disgusting system. But I did everything right, and the system tries to throw me right into a jail. They can't beat me mm. in the ballot box, so they're out there trying to take me out by other means. Anything they can think of. These people don't love our country. All America's patriots who are seeing this video to join forces ah. and get President Trump back in office. Oh, I, well, I, I, got, I got another thing for you after this. Republicans vote it down, run on that, and say, I tried. 
Maybe the Democrats might have had that you were able to stem mm. the flow before the election. And why would he want to do that? I want to point out something that it's not just Biden's job approval numbers that are going down. And this is why you're starting to see a lot of agitation, including from people like uh, Jamie Dimon of oh, J.P. Morgan. For your All of these polls are starting to come in oh, for House Democrats, especially ones that kind of districts where you might be able to get a Republican through. And their numbers are way down. So Biden is dragging down the entire ticket. Whereas Trump would be able to improve that, maybe even keep the house for the Republicans. Hero, do you hate brunch? And what do you think of Maxi? I don't like brunch and I don't like Maxi. Is that all? Is that all I have to say? Okay, I, I just want to say something about the Statue of Liberty. The Statue of Liberty was a gift from France. It came here in 1886. At that time, we had an immigration law in this country where you came here, you had to be uh, on Ellis Island, you What's had to be screened, and you had to be documented. Thank you for proving me you right, lady. Vaccinated, and you could only come in if you had a sponsor or if you were self-reliant. Okay, this guy doesn't know his history, and you know the truth is, if you understood the background of, of the Statue of Liberty, it's a symbol of freedom and democracy. It doesn't mean everybody just show up and we'll take care of you, and that's why Joe Biden, I believe, is going to lose the election, assuming he's the guy that runs. Um, what is happening to the Democrats now is that they are now—it's it, not just the top tier that's talking it's affecting everyone like it, i don't know if you remember she the smartest one on that panel she's a judge talked about this a couple months ago where he had to be moved out of a I think it was a, um, yeah, a, a some kind of a nursing home and they moved him out he didn't have anywhere to go so they could move the immigrants in the migrants the illegals in and the same with a hospital in denver today 130 or 40 million dollars in debt because of the illegals and Americans are waiting in line for health care. Forget about the fact that the Americans have to pay for their health care and, and the illegals don't. And then we've got taking our kids out of school so illegals can go into the school. And hotels in New York City emptying out half of the business so we can put illegals in. Look, New York City and America can no longer handle this uh, immigrant, this migrant crisis. And can you imagine if Joe gets elected again? And uh, Mayorkas, he's being, we've got impeachment hearings. The guy didn't even show up. That's how much respect they have for democracy. <laughs> Self-reliance, do you think that should be a standard for admitting new Americans, as they call them? Well, I can bring a unique perspective because I believe I'm the only member of the panel as a non-American. Uh, who has a visa which officially states that I'm an alien of extraordinary ability in the television industry. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I've always thought it's rather quaint the way you Americans call us aliens and we try and get into your country. But you hit on something about his lack of knowledge about history. I can extrapolate on that because the Statue of Liberty, ironically, wasn't created to celebrate letting people into America. It was the opposite. Mm. It was created to celebrate kicking out the British. I feel very strongly about this. Um, because, as you rightly say, the French historian and abolitionist, Edouard de Lubelet, proposed a monument to commemorate the centenary of U.S. independence, the perseverance of American democracy, and the liberation of the nation's slaves. So, in fact, celebrating the absolute opposite of what this clown wants us to believe the Statue of Liberty represents. It represented America winning its independence and democracy, and the bedrock of any democracy is controlling your border. So he, every objective analysis of his history is a complete 
Maxine. Oh, you really are an extraordinary alien. Thank you. Don't you think it's a bit they laughing. Well, y'all heard, I hope no y'all heard how you broke that down. Giving y'all some news tonight. So yeah, and y'all heard I, the man. They both, the judge and that man, they both broke down. Damn near what I just said. You know, I, I, oh, I said I'm not just talking. I know what that stuff represents. It just when it comes to the political side, that's what I'm doing some deep diving in. Oh, here's the thing uh, they doing now. Anybody that's like everybody, like they they, <coughs> they stereotyping Trump voters. Let me see, let, 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 let me let you play. I'm just gonna let this play. It's eight minutes. Let me tell you, man, let me tell you what they accusing Biden them of doing and, and the Democrats and shit. To a developing story now, House Republicans demanding answers from the Biden administration. MAGA surveillance is what they call it. Mm. They're actually saying talking over, quote, alarming surveillance on you, the American people. So documents show federal investigators asked banks to comb through transactions for terms like MAGA and Trump. So those aren't the only phrases. Financial institutions were told to key in on in the aftermath of January 6th. To put it all together, Brooke Singman, who has written the story on .com, joins us right now with details. Good morning, Brooke. Hey, good morning, you guys. That's right. So House Republicans are now seeking answers from a former Treasury official after the agency told banks to flag consumer transactions that included terms like Trump or MAGA. Documents show that banks were told to search for customer data for other key phrases, including popular sports stores like Cabela's, Bass Pro Shops, and Dick's Sporting Goods. Now, federal officials also asked those banks to comb through customer transactions for remote purchases, including religious texts like the Bible and media subscriptions. Officials allegedly said those pur purchases could indicate extremism. Now, House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan, who is leading this investigation, says search of those transactions violate Americans' constitutional rights. Listen. So it was big banks looking and searching private transactions using key terms at the suggestion of the federal government to, to find out what, what you're buying, what you're spending your money on. Scary stuff. All it looks like without any warrants, without any legal process, they undertook this as a way to identify domestic violent extremists. Jordan now writing a letter to the former director of financial crimes enforcement network saying, quote, FinCEN used large financial institutions to comb through the private transactions of their customers for suspicious charges on the basis of protected political and religious expression. Now, in a separate letter, Jordan asked FBI Director Ray to make a senior official available for an interview related to Bank of America. Now, that bank turned over customer data related to the purchases of firearms, hotels, and Airbnbs leading up to and after January 6th. So far, the FBI has declined to comment. Guys. 
So it's pretty amazing, Brooke, is that it's not just, well, we're, going, we're pursuing the answers in January 6th. You're saying prior to January 6th, people are looking for uh, for those keywords, right? No, I'm saying after January 6th. So this all happened in the days after January 6th. And, of course, we don't know if there was ever an end date to these searches. Of course, I spoke with a number of sources who told me that these searches and the, the federal government reaching out to the banks and asking them to hone in on these keywords like MAGA, Trump, uh, looking to export goods and things of that nature they say that was happening before the inauguration to make sure that there was no type of violence but there's never an end date i'm told from from sources who are familiar with these documents on the search of these terms so i think that's what jim jordan is looking for answers on from these officials so it was open-ended as to the end because they didn't know when somebody might uh, be done with whatever they were doing sounds like it was all part of the federal investigation but but brooke this all happened uh, during the Trump administration. Sure, it happened in the days after January 6th, of course, which was just two weeks, I guess, before the inauguration, January 20th. That is part of the Trump administration, maybe the Biden transition team, but I don't think that's really the issue here. It doesn't really matter which administration this is. I think what Jim Jordan is pointing to is the bureaucracy here looking into Americans' private data, private banking data, the federal government going into the private sector and saying, hey, turn over this data to us because we have a right to to look through all of this, of course, if they were looking to prevent some sort of attack or or something of that nature on the inauguration, of course, that would make sense. But Jim Jordan says that Americans' constitutional rights are being violated here and were, and we don't know if, if they are still searching for these terms in Americans' bank accounts. So they, let's say they would go into someone who was there January 6th, they'd look at their financial transactions, especially Zelle, they really were searching Zelle transactions, and look and see if anyone put in the memo, you know, any of these keywords, Trump, MAGA, and why Dick Sporting Goods Mm -hmm. and Cabela to see if they were buying supplies to take with them. Right, well, it wasn't... Yeah, it wasn't necessarily just people that were there on January 6th. That was the reason for these search terms to see, you know, if there is that some sort of pattern. The reason was, right, but in terms of Dick's Sporting Goods and, and Cabela's and Pro Bass Shop, which neither none of those businesses uh, responded to Fox News's request for comment on this report, but... The reason that Gee, banks were suggesting looking at transactions with, with codes related to those stores is because of what you can buy at those stores, whether it was firearms, which Jim Jordan has said that's a violation of American Second Amendment rights. So this is just a, a larger story here, I think, um, and, yeah. and we will keep following the investigation. Thank you, open here. We don't have any privacy. This is such an invasion. Well, you know, uh, uh, thank you, Brooke. And, and Brooke mentioned uh, Cabela's and Bass Pro and uh, Dick Sporting Goods. All places I shop at. Uh, I was at the big one in Kansas City. Uh, he's a couple weeks ago. Trump supporter. You know what? Uh, Bass Pro, Cabela's, and Dick Sporting Goods all sell? Oh, I have. Bear spray. Remember all the... You know, there were uh, a number people. of police officers, oh, yeah. uh, federal officers, who were attacked, allegedly. Right. Motherfuckers can hit the air with some brass spray. So maybe they were simply, you know, it seems like in the eye. Attack a federal officer. There's going to be a federal investigation, obviously. But they, of course, I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm watching videos on YouTube. So far today, I've already made this one here. Hope y'all enjoyed this one. Part part two coming up next. Stay tuned. Let's get. <clears throat> Part two, yeah. News. News here. There will be no 
partial government shutdown this weekend. The Senate voted earlier today, 77 to 18, to avert a shutdown in the House in just the past couple of moments here, has voted 314 to 108 to sync up with the Senate to sidestep a government shutdown. This funds the government two deadlines in early March, March 1st and March 8th. Now, they needed a two-thirds vote here, so they needed 282 yeas uh, to pass this. So they got 314, so they were well above the threshold. Here is the big narrative, though, Neil. Only 107 House Republicans voted for this bill. In previous uh, interim spending bills, they have had 126, 127 on the Republican side of the aisle. Most of the Democrats hauled the freight here. But consider that attrition from how many Republicans were voting for these interim bills previously, and they went down to 107 today. 106 Republicans voted no. So only a margin of one in between you know, Republicans who were for it and who were against it. They did not get half of the Republican conference. And that spells big problems for House Speaker Mike Johnson. I'm just thinking whether some of those members, the House Freedom Caucus and others who are not pleased with this, are going to take it out on him. What do you think? Well, we don't think that there's going to be a motion to vacate the chair anytime soon. I would look to see if they have to do an interim bill again in March or whether they have to, as you say, cobble some of these bills together in a package and pass them to avert a government shutdown then. They have had three punts now, three punts Hmm. since they were supposed to finish all the bills in late September, Neil. All right, Chad Program, thank you very much. Hi, Brian Bryan, kill me. So they're behind on their bills. Okay. They're behind on their bills. They're behind on their bills. Now, ain't that like like a weird government that like, even though they're in the position of, I don't think they're supposed to be paying any bills, but... That means the president pays bills. Now, the question is, who the hell are they paying bills to? The queen. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not making it up. They're saying it openly. Like, in your face. Like, they got to pay their bills. They behind on bills. How can y'all be behind on your bills and y'all supposed to be running us as a country? They don't make sense to me. But it does make sense with brothers. So it was like, uh, he know he knows exactly where I'm going. And now I'm not I'm not you know for the conspiracy theories out there. I'm not getting into all of that. I'm just saying stating facts. Like it's documented now. Now it's no longer conspiracy. You can get out of that. It's like it's documented. It's right there. All you gotta do is just look it up. So now here's the question. Why are these people in charge of us? And they don't have the true power. Put government behind their bills. So like, how can y'all be behind them? Bills? Like, come on. But, but look, though, it's a reflection. <laughs> so are most of its citizens, unfortunately. It's a reflection. We're, 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 well. We're, we're ran by a government that behind on their bills, so... That means that they're going to make fucked up shit. They're going to put us behind on our bills and, mm-hmm. and they're going to affect us. It might, it might affect our jobs. Some motherfucker like Biden, he don't like fracking and drilling. So anybody that got oil rig jobs and fracking jobs, they're going to get laid off. And so it affects people. That's why, he has, that's why them stimulus checks had to get had to come that year. Now, like two years in a row. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh. 
government behind on their bill. So, so, so they got to pass something to relieve and calm down the citizens. Yeah, and you know what? And when you think about it, it actually, it really doesn't help us. Now, in a way it does, but think about it. If they already behind on bills, and they spend extra money to get them behind even more on bills by giving citizens money, come on, is that really helping us or hurting us? It, it, it's, it's I think it's, it's hurting us in the long run, but it's helping us right whole, now. Like as a whole, it's hurting us, as a whole, it's hurting us. Exactly. As a whole, because it's putting us more in debt as a country. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not, in my opinion, it's it's not helping us individually. We want to be free and do all the things that we want to do with that money. Motherfuckers ain't finna take that money and invest and do the right thing and all that shit. They just gonna spend that blow that shit up. Yeah, because it's the um, quote unquote the American way. That's why people come over here and spend money. Here's the here's the thing. Like I said, you got the double. Uh, we, we can get double. We, we do one and one and do it, bro. Okay. So that makes sense. But man, it's like. I'm listening to these people, and it's funny because it's like in a comedic type of way. Oh. And, like, they're playing with it, but they're saying some very dangerous stuff. You want to see some migrant shit in Denver? Denver, Colorado. Bronco Town. The massive influx of migrants arriving in Denver is pushing that health system to its breaking point. Abbott, 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 sit there. The is now saying that it has provided... More than a hundred and thirty million dollars of medical care that it still has not received payment for, with thousands of migrants contributing to that bill. Joining us now with an update is Stephen Federico, Chief Government and Community Affairs Officer for Denver Health. Sir, thank you very much for joining us. First off, what exactly is happening with the, with the health care in that hospital? Can somebody who's showing up right now that needs care get it? Yeah, thank you for having us, Sandra. Um, So Denver Health is very proud of its 160-year mission of uh, providing health care to people in Denver, regardless of their ability to pay. Uh, Just to correct one fact, you know, last year we did provide $130 million of uncompensated care, um, and a small portion of that uh, is related to the recent arrival of many migrants, but the baseline uh, for our hospital uh, was at $130 million prior to the arrival of this population. Okay, um, that would be an important clarification. So you're saying that all these migrants that are showing up at the, at the hospital are not racking up big bills? No, they absolutely are contributing to that. We estimate that we've seen about 8,000 of these newly arrived migrants in our hospital system, yeah, from emergency rooms to primary care to dental it. clinics. Um, and of course, uh, the lack of a federal response uh, to the healthcare needs of this population uh, results in their inability to pay for the majority of this care. So it has contributed to our financial distress. To be clear, what do you think the federal government is responsible for? How should it be stepping in here? Well, I think we need to provide basic needs to to these to these populations. You know, they are they are coming to our hospital as patients. Um, 
with uh, basic healthcare needs such as respiratory illness, GI illnesses, some of them have baseline chronic illnesses such as asthma and diabetes. We're seeing severe dental disease in the population. Some of them have acute illnesses as a result of their arduous journey, living in unsanitary conditions, drinking poor drinking water. And so we're doing the best we can from a clinical standpoint to take care of them. But we really need a, a system in place to help pay for that medical care, to make sure that these patients get the needed care, get the needed medication, get the needed follow-up. And the lack of a, a, of a structured system to pay for that is making it extremely difficult for our clinical teams. What do you say to some who might say that structured system should be our secured borders? Um, they, they, they're, they're coming in because they can, and they're coming in, and, and Texas has been inundated. Their resources are dried up. Their hospitals are overflowing. Their cities are, are paying a huge economic price, and so now they're going to other cities, and now this is falling in the lap of Denver, and, and as far as we are being told, your healthcare system is, is, is inundated. Yeah, a huge shout out to our mayor and our federal delegation for calling on uh, the federal government to support uh, this population as they await um, uh, additional uh, policies that will call for their their long-term viability in this country. But I do think it's important that we need to provide social infrastructure for them, places to stay, food for them to eat, and, and health care. Health care needs to be a key component to the response and that's to this a great, population. And obviously, and that is that is your job, and we understand that. There's a, there's a huge economic concern. There's only so much that our system will be able to bear. And, and many others will have to pay for that eventually. And that is a question. Where does that money money come from. Your mayor, uh, Johnston, who you just referenced, he said that there's a big problem with the lack of work permits for these migrants in what he called was a broken federal system. Listen here. It is unsustainable in the current structure when we have 30 or 40,000 people arriving without work authorization, without federal support, it is going to be a huge strain on cities. If you send us someone to Denver who has to wait six years for a court hearing and they can't work in the meantime, we're going to need almost endless amounts of federal support. I don't think that's what we want or the federal government wants. So it, it feels like what he's pointing to is the process here. When you've got all these tens of thousands of people arriving without work authorization, without federal support, this is a huge strain on the local level of so many of these cities. Yeah, we're proud to stand with the mayor in response to this humanitarian crisis, and we absolutely need additional funding to provide a, a, a sustainable infrastructure to support their path forward. I agree. I think um, uh, allowing them to work is absolutely a part of the next steps that it's going to take to uh, to provide the funding, but we also need federal support in the so meantime. Most I come over around, here around the for the costs. first time you know, and I'm from another country and I got to wait six to years to see a judge so I can get them a, a license or a green card to work it. What do you think I got to do in the meantime? I'm going to eat. Find transportation to a follow-up uh, care, come back for additional yeah, care. Yeah. It's extremely strenuous yeah. on our staff and I really feel for them. Do, do you have any doctors who are saying, I just can't do it anymore that it's just too much i mean is there staff that are saying that they're leaving no uh, our staff are very proud to um to fulfill the mission of denver health to provide care to everyone regardless of their ability to pay yeah. uh, very much um uh, responding to the humanitarian crisis of these patients. We understand. Um, but we're going to need additional support to do it and to do it well and have have you had to turn away any patients 
No, so we'll always see patients most especially a through whole the emergency department, which is where we're seeing the vast majority of these yeah. patients currently. Oh, okay. So because the, the headline everywhere right now is that mm. you've had to turn away patients. Is that not the case? Mm. No, we always see patients um, through the emergency department regardless of their ability. Now our ability to see them follow up is extremely okay, limited okay, based on oh. physical capacity and the lack of resources to do so. Understood. We thank you for your time, sir. You have a huge task at hand. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Thank you for covering the story. I appreciate you. I'm Steve Ducey. I'm Ryan Kilmey. And I'm Eve Learhart. And click here to subscribe. A whole few minutes of nothing. I'm sorry, y'all. I apologize. I did not know. I thought you were going to say something. That's how, that's how, that's how but they it. are taught to talk that way. Did y'all yeah. hear that? Yeah, like a robot. No thoughts. You want to hear what Roger No thoughts. Got, you want to hear what Roger got to say about that? No thoughts. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I'd rather, yeah. Because that, that, cause, God damn. Roger, yeah, yeah. Because uh, that dude, man. But she was on something. Every freaking question that woman asked him, he dodged it. He never answered it, but I think he answered one question. The rest of them, he dodged. Dodged. Like he had to play in dodge. Yeah, he got to. And it's terrible because it's like you don't get to learn anything. That's why I don't like it. I ain't gonna say that. I'm gonna just say I don't deal with him. Well, yeah, I heard his name. Welcome to Channel 3 to Horton. Here's some news. Our local newscast aims to keep you almost informed, informed a little, and not informed at all, all at the same time. We'll tell you about the gang-related shootout. Or the space heater fire that killed an entire family because they didn't have enough money to afford central heating. All to instill fear and keep you watching. Speaking of impending doom, this is a story we push on our viewers because we're a bad news-biased company. That means about 87% of our stories focus on the negative parts of your life that can really rile you up, even if they are something you literally can't control. Like the series of natural disasters headed your way. Sure, any sane person could categorize this as seasonal rain, but we'll be sure to scare the living shit out of you with reporters standing in raincoats, all of whom will reference potential mudslides. That'll never occur. <coughs> Makes in a puff piece about a local animal shelter. We'll show you emaciated pets who need forever homes so you feel guilty enough to purchase a bunch of feral cats. Not to mention, all these pets can be adopted from our sponsor, the Society for Old Dogs that no one wants to take home but will die if you don't adopt one. This next story is going to take a very particular stance on a pseudo-socio-political issue. So I have this empty but very particularly scripted line given to me by corporate. So just... Trust me when I say sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. These phrases work to slander any political party or policy. So if you listen the right way, you'll think we're on your side. And if you happen to change the channel at the right time of day, you'll hear some other anchor utter the same exact pre-written lines given to us by HSBS, Horton Syndicated Broadcast Systems, which owns nearly 200 stations in 100 markets. Take that, Murdoch. <laughs> and if you... God damn it. The, the, the prompter, can you bring that back? 
We just established a while ago. They don't have no true power. They they behind on their bills. Why yeah. should we believe what those news anchors say? Now you want now another another country. They said, "What would China find? Why is China drilling one one of the world's deepest holes?" I didn't know they was. This yeah. This video was made two weeks ago. That's you crazy. Didn't know they was. Hmm. Tell you this too. I wanna uh what you think about that Miami Mall shit that everybody's been covering up, but now like other stuff just slowly leaking out. Talking about uh things that look like alien like, but they're like distorted. Like a video game. You know, like video game ain't coming in real good and the player not all the way to looking right. That's basically they was how they describe it. It's crazy. Hmm. And the politicians do not want to talk about it. Oh. But it got footage of like over a hundred freaking cars showing up there. Had oh. to be something very important. So, so soldiers got kidnapped. Uh. Hutus threaten the U.S. You said the who? They call themselves the Hutus. Hmm. Okay. I don't know too much about them. I have to look them up. Thank you for putting me on to them. H-O-U-T-H-I-S. Hutus. Okay. Hope y'all the most that. difficult countries you can play in Supremacy 1914. When you start a new match... News alert: The U.S. and the U.K. are using they're using jets, they're using warships, as well as submarines to strike at least 60 targets at 16 different Houthi military sites in Yemen overnight, hitting air defense systems, weapons facilities, and launch sites. This military action comes in response to the Iranian-backed group Houthis' repeated attacks on commercial ships in the Red Sea, making it very dangerous for them. Uh, to travel and endangering international trade. Since October, rather November 19th, the Houthis have launched 27 attacks as they try to stage a blockade of Israel. So the Houthis not backing down. The group saying the U.S. and U.K. quote committed foolishness with this treacherous aggression, and they were wrong if they thought that they would deter Yemen from supporting Palestine 
and Gaza. President Biden saying, quote, uh, we will not hesitate to direct further measures to protect our people and the free flow of international commerce as necessary. Meanwhile, all of this comes as Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, still in the hospital, says he basically directed it from his lap table on his hospital bed. Yeah. Let's bring in uh, General Brigadier General Rob Spaulding, uh, uh, U.S. Air Force. Uh, General, your thoughts mm. about our decision to hit the Houthis last night? <laughs> Well, you know, every time that we drop a bomb or pull a trigger, it's a policy failure. And, and in this case, what happened was three years ago, the administration said they were going to stop supporting the Saudis' war against the Houthis. Even worse, they cozied up to Iran. So Iran is supporting Hamas, the Houthis, Hezbollah, despite their interest in supporting any terrorist group with a name starting with H. I think what we have to re realize we're spending blood and treasure probably over a hundred million dollars for this operation alone our forces are getting attacked and it's all because of failed policy decisions yeah general we read the quote from their spokesperson but later yeah, on in their statement they said yemen continue its religious and humanitarian stance and will remain alongside gaza with everything it can and will not increase it they talk about the religious point of view as well and the humanitarian point of view. So my question is, this administration has said that they can negotiate with these people. But it's deep within inside of them. So do you think it's a little naive? The thing well, I just stopped right there. Okay, okay. Now nah, I want to make sure. I like to go 30. Like, not over 30. He liked it for some reason. Unless it's like we can get some knowledge on it. But news wise, they like, you know. A lot of stuff that's going on and with political like politics will never be right like it's necessary to have it but it's not as much as necessary as people think the u.s strikes back on houthi sites in yemen so u.s is actually like blowing up shit now they at war again I want to know why the hell the people with, uh, ships getting knocked down in Antarctica. They got like some certain places over there that they that they had just recently was talking about. The Senate was. I want to, yeah. There's some other stuff that's going on too because see, I tell people it's news and it's got some. And there's other news that's going on behind the scenes that they don't really want to talk about. Sometimes I look for that news too. China talks about the news that they, like like it, all you gotta do is go look at other country uh stations. CGTN, yeah. I can go yeah. I can go look that up. They 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 talk right. about what the US don't want you to know about the US. Because mm. that's what they're gonna feed their people. Because I tell people this all the time. US is not a country. Something different. But they trick you to believe it is. Come on. Well, like earlier, bro was just talking, we were talking about, you know, taking down the statues and shit. So if they want to take down the statues, it's like basically saying that y'all selling out. Esoterically saying, these people, 
back in the day when we used to hang a flag or a banner or something. It was a sign to say that this belongs to us. These statues basically say the opposite. <laughs> and then with the whole union thing, well, let's just say a lot of people should know this. America, not everybody don't like America. <laughs> a lot of people think, you know, but it's a lot of people that don't like us. I could, I, I could show you a video <laughs> on that. For shit, I, I, I say about it for more. Yeah, that's good. Brother, I can get you. You gotta take me a picture. Yeah, yeah, do your thing. I'm trying to get my jacket. Get my other jacket. Yeah. But yeah, we're gonna close this out. Hope y'all like that information. News. You know, like I said, we're gonna have some days where we get on news and, you know, give y'all a whole everything. Listen, trust me, you're gonna hear something. You might, you know, might didn't know about yet. That being said, I'm gonna end this out. I'll take it easy. Peace.